0: Hey folks, welcome into Pro Football Ireland. It is week 18 of the NFL season. I can't believe we are at the end of the 2023 NFL regular season. Uh, Michael McQuaid, Mark Hogan, Jason Hayes, presented by 888 Sport, the official betting partner of the NFL in Ireland and also in the UK as well. 888 Sport, the official sponsor now of Dundalk FC. Interesting. Talk about Dundalk, we're in Dundalk across seven other places across the island of Ireland with Jeff Reinbold from January the 26th ee slash NFL Ireland and then we're in Vegas for Super Bowl 58 sweet Mary and Nazareth Mark have you bought the bars rock rocket or what's the crack for Vegas <laughs> we bring them over I did not know I'm just
1: looking at it. I didn't know that the League of Ireland that podcast doesn't start back for another couple of weeks that's the, what the
0: season's in February so that must be breaking news that's a big sponsorship for Dog. way to go on then now you're done talking. They announced it last week, trying to get a couple of jerseys for Jeff. Don't tell him. Uh, Jason, I think you're a Staldic fan. <laughs>
2: say that again, sorry, I didn't catch oh, that. No, I was going
0: to say, I'm not editing this. I, I didn't know you were a Staldic fan. There you go. Flying one.
2: Oh, yeah, big time. Big win at the weekend now, so I'll ride that high um through this miserable week that is the return to work.
0: And for 45% or 50% or 55% or 60% of people in the north listening to this school. Michael, nah, 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 nah. I'll get a Rangers fan on next year as well. as part of PSI. If you want to join, you're more than welcome, folks. Yeah, good crack on Saturday. I I it's the only games I actually watch are the old firm games, because I don't get time to watch anything at the minute. Outside of the football talk. Mark start with you, we are um thirty-two days away. At the time of recording, we will be one month out from Las Vegas, we're gonna keep everyone under wraps, but big week planned. Big week planned.
1: Oh, massive, massive! We had such fun doing it last year, but I don't know, blowing that out of the water—that's for sure. We've—I feel like been planning for Vegas all year long. I can't wait. It's funny now because people to be asking, I guess. Oh yeah, when's the Super Bowl coming up? Oh, where is it? And you're telling them you're off to Vegas. And the look that everyone gives you, I'm sure you two boys are the same. Everyone like opens their eyes like, you go to Vegas for a week in a month's time just after Christmas. Yeah, I'm buzzing for it.
0: It's a bit like, yeah, and I think the perception is like you're gonna go mad. It's work. I'm mm. working with ourselves. I don't know. Like like it's yeah. it's gonna be great. I'm really excited for it. Um and we're and we're all going on on this chat, which is really, really awesome. Jason, have you ever been to Vegas before?
2: I was there last year, actually. Um, went with the girlfriend, so I I left the face well mapped out. I know exactly what we <laughs> are going to hit and what work we're not going to get done. <laughs> Jeez, uh, no, I can't wait. Yet. Jeez, it's going to be um. Hey, it yeah, worked, out for as be... well
1: last year. <laughs> out to the black or the kettle black in Arizona, that we lived in. Not on the beer for a week, but he, we were sorted out with food. So I hope you're able to pull that one out of the bag this year. Way to go, um. Shout out to Jimmy over in Phoenix for sorting us out last year.
0: Um there is a bar called Rera, and they won't reply to my emails. So shout out to RERA. I was trying to get a couple of pints. Not gonna happen. There's actually an Irish bar beside the convention center in Vegas. So stay tuned for that. More to come. Uh look, it's week 18. We've got a number of key matchups coming up this weekend. The Steelers have got a huge game on Saturday night against the Ravens. And then also on Saturday night, you've got that Indianapolis houston game going into sunday but then the biggest game on sunday night is going to be buffalo going to miami and we'll see what happens going into week 19 i.e super Wild Card weekend next week when we come back to start off this week we're going to look at a playoff machine uh, and we're going to talk i think around the teams that we would have picked to make the playoffs after this week i'm presuming if somebody nods that's the correct thing because i've been planning vegas all week and I've done it. do I've done it. So I'll, I'll go first. Um, I feel like if you run through, Jason, you that's... and I can say if we disagree. You give us your picks, Michael. Okay. And we'll say okay. if we disagree. So first off, we've got um, I've got the Steelers winning this weekend. I'll, I'll just go through the playoff games, not, not all the games. I've got the Steelers winning because it's come out. It's highly unlikely at the time of recording that Lamar Jackson is going to play for Baltimore. Mason Rudolph is turning it on quite frankly. I, I've got the Bucks to win their division. I've got the Texans winning late on Saturday night. Um I've got the Saints beating the Falcons. I've got the Jags beating the Titans. That is my one game this week where I can't call it. And I'm have to go back to Mark on his picks here. I'm I have a feeling Vrabel before he gets the Patriots job might uh, might pull out one last swing of the bat there before going over a different topic. Uh, in terms of playoffs, Packers will win out Packers will get to the playoffs and I think it'll stay the same in the NFC East, with Philly now second in the NFC East overall, and I've got Miami winning on 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 Sunday night, which would mean that Buffalo missed the playoffs. I've got Pittsburgh as my seventh seed, Houston as my sixth seed, Cleveland as my fifth, um, Jacksonville as my fourth, Kansas City as my third, Miami second, Baltimore first, obviously, in the NFC LA seventh, who are not playing Matthew Stafford this weekend, Green Bay sixth, the Eagles falling the fifth, in the NFC rankings, Dallas second, Detroit third, Tampa Bay fourth, the Niners number one. The standout game next weekend would, in my opinion, be Houston going to Kansas City. CJ Stroud going up against, frankly, a very very stop start kansas city offense we have seen lads patrick mahomes will not be playing this weekend as well mark just while you give me you know your picks or thoughts on that just in relation to yours i'd love to hear from the both of you is just what's your thoughts on wrestling players at uh, just just these weekends i i don't like it personally i think in some situations it's fair enough but you know that chiefs team need to gel they need to get better offensively so why sit for a week
2: i think um it, first of all it's absolute nightmare trying to pick these games and we just have absolutely no idea you know who's going to be starting and not but um for a team like the Ravens or the 49ers when they have that bye week it sounds like a long time to be off w- without playing any football so I can definitely see a scenario where they maybe play their starters for a quarter a half you know might have a pre-season game type feel to it Uh just keeps them in rhythm that said you know you can see a team like the Dolphins last week lose some key players on defence and Nick Chaub and Xavier Howard. So that dreaded injury bug um will be looming large in the minds of these coaches when making that decision. So look you, I can see both sides of the argument. Um I personally would tend to be on the safer side of things um and, and resting those guys and hopefully come out firing. There has been teams that have done that in the past and it worked out for them. Uh, including the Eagles last year I believe um, So, but look it, it can go either way I think it's a strong argument can be made either way to be honest
1: Michael we just and I think you still are on your Christmas holidays this is our first podcast obviously back for a while on day one when you go back after the break are you a bit rusty maybe but at the same time was I dying for my Christmas break yes I was so it's kind of that thing. It's like we know the the players are battered and bruised. Like they need the mental break. So that's where the decision comes in. That it's like the coaches are obviously NFL head coaches, one of thirty two in the entire world for a reason. They know what they need to do with their players. But it's you need that mental break. That's why that boy is so so important when you're you're playing for it. So I think it's an individual case. I don't really care in terms of. How it can shape someone's playoff hopes? Like the Steelers might sneak in because they're playing against the weaker Ravenside. That's what. It, that's whoever's business. You have to win it before week eighteen. But in terms of resting the players, I think yeah, it probably is the thing to do because we're we don't know how badly those guys feel. But every retired NFL player says I felt awful come week eighteen and I needed a break. Do you agree with my picks for the week? I had one or two different. Um, Buffalo in a game that we'll probably talk about A bit more depth later on I think can beat Miami um, I was silly enough that I actually never wrote down my, um, What it was what it spat out to me But I didn't have Green Bay making The um, the, the, the the postseason I don't believe But uh, maybe I should turn to you Jason Because I'm sure you're smart enough that you did write down If you had different picks to Michael um,
2: Yeah I have it in front of me actually uh, I, I'm guessing you have Seattle in Instead of Green Bay I think that's the scenario they need to get in, a Green Bay loss, and um Seattle beat Arizona, they'll be sneaking in. Uh, NFC, Mick, largely the same as you. I have Green Bay at Dallas, uh, Rams at Detroit, and Philadelphia at Tampa Bay. Um, in the AFC, I did go at Buffalo to beat Miami this week. Um, nice time to plug the fact that, I don't know, was it four or five weeks ago, Mick, we were doing a podcast and I had the bold prediction that the Buffalo Bills would win the AFC East. So it's all come through so far. So we'll see if they can get it done this weekend. It's quite bizarre that they can either finish the second seed or miss the playoffs entirely. Um, just sums up the AFC East really. Uh, but yeah, I have Steelers at Buffalo, uh, Miami at Arrowhead, which is obviously not ideal Um, after losing to them in Frankfurt as well. And then Cleveland at Houston to finish it off. So some very interesting games there. If you're to wind back to way.
1: mine, I actually I don't have the uh, Green Bay Packers missing out. I have the Rams beating the 49ers. That's the only game that I actually see swinging any kind of seeding or anything. I think the rest of the games go. But you know what's interesting? If there is to be upsets, they're going to have to happen on the road this week. I think I saw um, 8 out of 17 road teams are favored, which I suppose isn't crazy in this day and age. But if there is going to be an upset in terms of seeding, it's going to have to happen on a, on the road. Can we see that happening with massive home field advantages like teams that can get into the playoffs missing out? That makes it extra interesting and spicy and difficult uh, this week.
0: I think if it comes to the point where it is Miami against Kansas City in Arrowhead, that's what it would be in Arrowhead, Jason. Yeah. Or my or Kansas City in the room. I think yeah, that Kansas just City are, are
2: locked into third seed pretty much.
0: Well, I I, I want to see kansas city be in a situation where they're where they're uncomfortable at some point it just i need to see at some point over the next few weeks where my homes is not in our head i know it's not going to happen next week but we'll see and just watch that game if it happens to be on monday night i i was saying this to scat on a podcast which is out on saturday morning i'm really not into this monday night wildcard game maybe it's because we're all wrecked and we're just sort of stifling towards vegas slowly to i hate it here. I hated the Rams oh. Cardinals games
1: two years ago. The Cardinals hobbled into it and it wasn't going well. I was over in London working that week, and I had to get to bed or whatever because you know you're up to two, you're awake watching this game begin at half one in the morning, and I was like, "This is what I've lived for for the last year, the last probably couple of years to see the Cardinals get to a playoff game," and I found myself being like, "I have to be
0: responsible and go to bed early." I don't like the Monday night game at all. Yeah, t- time will tell. I, I, I'm not sure if we've got a schedule for that yet in terms of what might happen there, but we'll see. Uh, before we go off this segment of the podcast, folks, uh, on the audio format, uh, a team that's going to spoil the playoffs for someone could be quite a similar discussion what we just had. Maybe we might hear something different here. I am going to say that Buffalo will miss out in the playoffs. Now, they need... Um, a few things to go to way, but you know if I'm Josh Allen I need Pittsburgh to lose on Saturday night I'm I'm very surprised that well I'm not surprised I can understand why NBC would go to the NFL and state that they want Miami against Buffalo on Sunday night but I'm very surprised that Buffalo-Miami was not immediately after the Steelers game on Saturday I think it's ESPN had the late game afterwards I think that game mixes and matches there's a lot of playoff permutations that go with that Uh, I, I think Miami will ruin Buffalo's playoff chances on Sunday nights so not really a spoiler for me per se and um, I guess you could link the Jags to that as well technically but we will go into or I think we're going to look at the Miami game in detail in a few moments and the Indianapolis game also so we'll probably go into that more in a bit but Mark have you a different team that might spoil the playoffs for someone in terms of you know and we might not even talk about this in this podcast you know everybody's expecting. The Cowboys to win the Washington and put, put and put a marker on the Commanders. Everyone's expecting the Eagles to bounce back against a lackluster Giants team. In what we're hearing, whispers on the ground that Brian Dable is playing for his job, coaching for his job on Sunday. That's the rumor making the rounds in Toronto. Anyway, don't tell anyone I said that. I, you know, I think
2: I saw I, I saw some stuff a while ago there as well. That uh, Philly might actually rest their starters, so they could they're looking yeah. at that Cowboys game as a an automatic win and, and they might, um, that could obviously help the Giants. But uh, yeah, look, that's a conversation for later. And it's,
0: and it, it, it's, it's TBC and, and I, I would say to people listening to this podcast on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, do check it out. You'll have teams that'll tell everyone what they're going to do. You'll have teams that won't say anything. So please do look at that. Look at Monday Night Football, Mark, a few weeks ago. We didn't know who was starting a quarterback for the Seahawks until the minute the ball was thrown and we see what happened in that game. And um, What's your team for the Spider mark?
1: Do you know what I'll throw it to Jason because I have two basically and I'll give him the uh, the one first. But I, what I would say about the Eagles thing, I wonder if it's mind games, but equally, and the cynic in me, I'm like, wait, it's Philadelphia. Like, yeah, Dallas is going to beat. And can we affect the Giants getting a higher draft pick because they are a divisional team? I are, are teams at that level yet I don't know but uh, Jason I'll let you go ahead with a, an upset because I actually have two myself
2: yeah so those um, who were paying attention when I when I listed my playoff teams would have noticed that the Jags aren't in there um, and the only way that will happen is if the, the Titans beat them which Mick you're tempted to go with that uh, Um, really is just the a, a, a driven by a couple of things but Vrabel's press conference during the week where he just snapped at the reporter um i can't remember what the question was i didn't even catch the question but i just saw the clip of the response where he's talking about hating losing um and that's really what drives them to try and win in these seemingly meaningless games from the outside and the titans are just a team that you know they they always play hard they had a bad week last last week but um they beat the dolphins recently not too many times this year have, have they been out of it um, before the end of the fourth quarter. You know, they're always there and thereabouts, and they're a tough team to play against. Not your tip- typical team who's, you know, 5-11. They're fighting for a top-five draft pick, uh, and they just don't look quite that bad to me on paper. bit uncertainty about what they'll be doing at quarterback uh, with Levis getting injured in the last game. He should be healthy, but they might play it safe and not play him. But I think even with Tannehill, um, they'll be coming out with a lot of motivation to play upset against a division rival. Of course, Lawrence is dealing with his own issues, the shoulder injury, um, back playing uh, back practicing as of today on Wednesday, uh, just watched his press conference before this podcast and he didn't look too, um, emphatic about how he's feeling. You know, they, they, they kind of danced around it a bit saying he's feeling better rather than saying he's good to go or. He didn't seem too G'd up about it. So he's definitely still dealing with some issues there. And even when he was playing, you know, he was out last week for three games. uh, Before that, they lost all three against the Browns, Ravens and Bucks. Um, So I just think this is a struggling Jaguars team right now. I'm not going to read too much into a win against the Panthers last weekend. uh, With a fiery Mike Vrabel-led Titans, I could definitely see an upset on the cards.
1: With a CJ Beathard led team though I kind of thought Oh well it does show Doug Peterson's command of his own offence That with Trevor Lawrence back It is definitely a worry Those ribs are obviously still sore But would you give them credit for that Jason That they got it done 26 to nothing Over the Panthers with CJ Beathard
2: Yeah look The Panthers are a bit of a mess So I'm not going to um, Read too much into it But they shut out an NFL team at the end of the day So you have to give them credit there uh, I I did see a pass chart of CJ Beathard. I, I don't know if you see it. It was kind of doing the rounds there on Twitter. Almost, I've never seen a pass chart like it. Almost every pass was short to the right. Just the most game management, uh, one dimensional type performance. You will see, and, and if the Titans cop onto that this week, I think they're going to have to. He's going to have to do a bit more um, to get the job done two weeks in a row.
0: Time will tell. Time will tell. I was really impressed with the Jags last week, albeit in the circumstances that they were in. Um let's see. Mark Avien and saying that? Well, I suppose the
1: the past year, I don't know why more head coaches haven't done it this year in particular with all the quarterbacks, because I suppose they have done it with um um in Pittsburgh, they've done it there, and they definitely did it with Mac Jones as well in New England giving them, just simplify some of the offences for those like super, super backup quarterbacks. In terms of my team, you'll have to bear with me here. I I didn't put them into my playoff predictor like Jason had kind of suggested that we do to make it a bit more fun. But I can see the Packers, and this is where I was getting confused. I just have that Chicago Bears game where Detroit beat, uh, sorry, Detroit lost to Chicago there a few weeks back. Um, and the Chicago Bears are just one of those really strange teams at the moment that... Wouldn't it be Ah, oh, I mean it'd be extremely tough on Packers fans, uh, who really don't want Joe Barry, the defensive coordinator there, so much so that there is a website, firejoebarry.com, that has highlights of people on Twitter highlighting how poor the defensive scheme has been, which is well worth checking out. Um it'd be tough this year was obviously we want to see what we could get from Jordan Love. He has well, he's tenth in passing yards in a in a season where a lot of quarterbacks have gone down. I think he's third in passing touch touchdowns. I mean, it's been a successful season, but I think we did have them thanks to our own Derek Harger. We all felt like they could make the the playoffs. So to lose it at home, I think that they can get across the line, obviously, because they have improved, but that defense is just so shaky. But uh, I had two other teams, and wouldn't it be fitting if the NFC South ended with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers' Baker Mayfield? sorry, He's the one with the rib injury, Baker Mayfield, will be playing. This week against the Carolina Panthers, who have nothing to lose. Um, wouldn't it be fitting if the Carolina Panthers beat the Bucks so that they lose the division, but then the Panthers go on to beat the Saints? I sorry, the, the Falcons go on. Have I got all the teams mixed up there? The Falcons go on wrong. to beat the Saints. Uh, I think that that would be the fitting way for the NFC, say, that has two teams at 8 and 8 at the moment, send one of those teams the books through on an 8-9 record after they both lost.
0: Imagine that. Imagine that. There's going to be so many permutations this week. Uh, we use the ESPN playoff machine. You can Google that, folks. We're not sponsored. Well, them. I'm raging because I've been
1: paying for the New York Times <laughs> two euro a month to use their one because it's a bit more fun to use because it starts doing like there's been 55,000 simulations of this game run and clearly they, are, and they continue to get things wrong because teams that we'd wiped out in like week 10 are still here. Quote unquote. Let's get into the the Buffalo Bills game now. But uh yeah, I do think there's always an upset, right? There's always a crazy result. And when you think like the Carolina Panthers obviously they got hammered twenty six to nothing against the Jags, as Jason just said, but like the week before that against the Green Bay Packers, I think Bryce Young had his best game as a rookie with the Panthers. The week before that they came off a win against the Falcons. So I think when you consider the head coaches across the nfc south are in massive trouble wouldn't that be the fitting way for it all to end
0: let's see what happens in the next segment for audio view, audio listeners viewers you do well if you view an audio we're going to look at miami buffalo indianapolis houston and talk around who we think or what's going to happen on black monday we're going to look at a coach that's going to be fired and pro football aren't